The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of hosts and guests. The view and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Memorial Healthcare System, Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital. Hello everyone, and thank you for joining us on Healthy Parenting, pitched by Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. My name is Jason grant Rikens. And joining me today is our co-host, Bahati Banks. Hey, Bahate. Jason. How you doing? I am fantastic. 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 I'm fantastic as well. That's um, fantastic to hear. <laughs> so, so today's show is focused on cystic fibrosis, otherwise known as CF. And we're happy to have Jamal join us today on Healthy Parenting to discuss his journey with CF. Um, Jamal was actually diagnosed with the condition as an infant, and now he's in his early 20s and living life to its fullest. He's an aspiring movie director who's currently studying to get his bachelor's in film production. So really, really excited to talk to him today. I think that me and him will be talking off camera, too, or off air. Because you are an aspiring. I am an aspiring filmmaker. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's there's not many of us down here. So mm-hmm. when you meet one, you've got to mm-hmm. like, hey, you right. <laughs> take my number yeah. and let's text all day. So he has a really, really interesting story to share. Uh, before we get to today's guest, Jason and I will chat about what's making parenting news in our coffee chat segment. And that is a new paper that came out last year, um, Five Proven Benefits of Play. Now, play is very very general Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what are we talking about we are talking about all forms of play for for young kids so um so play recess you know playing games Mm -hmm. playing playtime with your yeah physical activity Mm -hmm. board games just discovering new objects but just the art the art and 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 um the benefits of play interesting there um is this like a science study? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A it's actually a well-known of, of children at play. Yeah, it's wow. a well-known fact that play actually enhances children's development. That's why play is at the core of Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital's um, philosophy. Wow. So yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Before we move on, here's a word from our sponsor. Patient and family-centered care at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. It's the difference you notice. It's what you feel. It's how we care. And it's why we've been recognized as the world's first designated person-centered children's hospital by Plaintree. When it matters most, trust Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Learn more at jdch.com slash care. Welcome back. Before we get to today's special guest, Let's hear what's making news in the parenting world. Bahate. Yes. So today I thought it would be cool to talk about this um, really interesting paper that came out last year in 2018. It's uh, Five Proven Benefits of Play. So before we get into that, what class did you most like, most look forward to when you were a kid? Well, of course, recess or jam. Of course. Exactly. Yeah, recess. Of course. Of course. <laughs> you know. Because you got to... Play. Play. <laughs> Run around, tag, freeze tag. Yep, socialize. Socialize. And that was pretty much the grade is that you did that. Pretty and much. It was, it, and it was, it's kind of funny to think back, like we actually got graded for socializing. And, yeah. But, um, so what yeah. were some, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just blew my mind. Yeah. So what were some of your favorite games and activities you played as a kid? I liked dodgeball. You liked dodgeball? I enjoyed dodgeball. You it weren't was, scared of getting it hurt. It was terrifying, <laughs> though. 
But you, you know how some people okay. like to be scared? Like, yes. they watch scary movies for yes. me? Yes. I love the adrenaline rush of like, oh my God. <laughs> you know? And the red balls just being thrown. Yes. And, and then trying to get, catch one. And yeah. just the elation when you yes. grab one and they get out and you throw it back and you hit yes. somebody. Yes. Um, I was wow. always afraid of getting hurt with dodgeball. I loved it. I, li- I didn't say I loved it. I liked dodgeball, but I really liked. Um, we played like for girls. Mm-hmm. It was um, we would string <laughs> together these rubber bands that we would find, and we would do like rubber band games. Like we would jump and hop on these m- child-made like rubber band games. So we would okay. like tie them around our knees, oh. and we would like jump. And anyway, it was it was it was a, it was kind of an old school, low budget uh, game, but I loved it. I loved no, playing of course. it. And it was it kept us active. We would have fun and laugh. So You're not as fun as dodgeball. Not as fun <laughs> as dodgeball, but um, there are so many games though that I really like playing as a kid. Um, um, yeah. Of course, board games. Yes, obviously. Um, and then spending time with the, our friends and family, just games that we would, you know, play with our mom and dad mm-hmm. or uh, siblings was also always fun. It was like the highlight of your day yes, when yes. you could play. So the power of play has been Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital's philosophy since its inception. So it was really exciting to see and learn about a 2018 report published in the Journal of Pediatrics entitled The Power of Play a pediatric role in enhancing development in young children. Mm. So according to the paper's authors, play is not frivolous. It actually enhances brain development and more pediatricians should prescribe play to their patients in the first two years of life. Let's repeat that. Play is not <laughs> It is frivolous. not frivolous, no. It wow. is actually, there's a direct correlation. Many studies, mostly done um, with lab rats, but there have been... Um, a lot, lots of research and attention to play actually contributing to children's um, brain development and, and social development as well. health and well-being as well. Exactly, because, because all that. Then they say laughter is, is the best medicine, and mm-hmm. play usually comes hand in hand with yes, laughter and exactly. enjoying it. And it exactly. boosts up probably all your enzymes and yes, stuff like that. Yeah. So fundamentally, play is experienced across the animal kingdom. We're obviously part of the human species, but if you ever had a puppy, a kitten. And they play. Yes, even lion, tigers, and bears cubs oh play my. when they're yeah ah, exactly. I had to do it I had to do it <laughs> of course, I had to do it. Oh that's my. why I said it that's why I said it <laughs> so it's an instinctive and natural way of building social ties with family and friends so these are five proven benefits um, that are actually um, really good for encouraging play so First, essential for brain development. So human infants are born, as you know, you have two boys, totally immature. I do. I do. <laughs> and when they're young, they... Maturely immature. ...are a blank slate, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and brain development uh, exponentially uh, grows and happens after birth up until the time that we're about 25 years of age. Our brain actually continues to develop. Sorry, uh, did you just say 25? Yes, yeah, your brain I, actually developed. Did I just lose my prime? <laughs> you were of course, because of course I'm 26. Right, of course, just, of course. Of course, of course, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so play has been shown to promote learning, uh, pro-social behavior, and it also enhances curiosity and memory. And these are all good true. things for brain development. No, brain of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I've, I heard of a study where they, um, they compared the brain scans. Mm. I don't think it was the wrinkles of... Um, a homeschooled child and a you know typical child and mm. it was it was very different the creative side of the brain it wasn't as much wrinkles i believe it, it's oh. weird like the folds yeah yeah apparently if the folds you know 
is based upon like experiences of an I, wow. I, so I was like wow interesting mm-hmm. okay all right um it also of course reduces obesity and associated diseases um there was a study that showed that preschool kids with at least an hour of outdoor play not necessarily exercise because mm-hmm. we're always exercise, but play just outdoor play running around jumping Enjoying skipping, yes. screaming um they were less likely to be overweight at the end of the school year because mm-hmm. when you play, you do typically involve your body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you're jumping and screaming and dodging and balls. And dodging <laughs> balls. Yeah, it's um, all burning calories. Yeah, and even laughter sure. burns calories, yes, you know. Yes, so. yes. Yeah. yeah, and you're constantly burning calories just being alive. Yeah, so, um, just being a child. Yeah, just being a child. The third, um, it helps children manage stress as well as recover from trauma. So I know as a kid, even as an adult, if I if you can make me laugh in my sadness or if mm-hmm. I'm angry, it can completely change yeah. the way you look, like you're, your you're perspective. Right, right. It is hard to to stay sad or upset or miserable or angry if somebody breaks through and makes you laugh. Oh but, you my know, gosh. you actually have to work back to that. You know, yes, you know that you feeling. Just, mm, and you laugh and you're like, oh, I shouldn't be laughing. I should be mad. And you go, you realize it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's yeah, why that's comedians true. I think are so loved in our oh, society. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but seemingly over the last few years, comedians have been the ones who are like soaring. Oh, yeah. In terms of like entertainment, popularity, because everyone wants to laugh. Everyone e- wants to laugh. Everyone wants to laugh and, and, and life is, is allegedly getting harder. Yes. So, so, of course, they're gravitating toward, you know, laughter and smiles. So there, there is a correlation between, uh, between you know, society struggles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, the rise of the comedians. Right. So. Um, it, for it also helps families bond. So, of course, it encourages conversations that are brain builders. So you imagine one-on-one playtime um, between parent or parents is a time-tested way of being fully present. Oh, absolutely. So if you're having tea, pretend tea, mm-hmm. or, you know, you're pretending to be a wizard in a magical kingdom, like with your kids, that's a time when you're just with your kids. You're not distracted by anything. Right. You're just there playing with your kids. Yeah, being in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, and... And, and enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, my boys are teenagers now. Yeah. And even though we, we may not run outside and, <laughs> and play, but you know, we still do it now. It's like like little mini switch games. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it's just the three of us, and we're we don't just sit there mute playing a video game together. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing? Go go over there. Open up that door. Let's. Okay, the monsters is coming. <laughs> you know, like it's right. not like you would think. You would think. You know, it's weird because you know sometimes you're sitting there, and everybody's on their phone, uh-huh. and, and nobody's saying anything. Mm-hmm. But yet when we're playing a game together, mm-hmm. okay, we are. <laughs> we <laughs> the communication <laughs> is very aggressive but fun, <laughs> you know. And I, when we're done, uh-huh. some of us are sweating, and <laughs> <laughs> but nice. we all hug it out. Good, good, <laughs> we good. Go. Okay, so it's, right. it's very true. It's very keep true. Keep it light. Keep it light, especially like with sports. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, you're like it gets too tense. Like this is mm-hmm. just supposed to be a game, mm-hmm. you know. Not not so much focused on winning and losing. That's part of it. But yeah. The, best part of playing games is the fun aspect the playing. just the playing and not really having a goal and then lastly it it's been showed to contribute to academic skills so so much emphasis in today's classroom is focused solely on academic skills and teaching to the test unfortunately um, so the paper insists that cultivating the joy of learning mm-hmm. through play is likely to better encourage long-term academic success. Absolutely. Um, there was this program, mm. and it escapes me right now, mm. Spelling 
hum thing. Mm-hmm. And it basically was uh, like a math version and a spelling version, but it was done through video games. Cool. And, and uh, when my, my youngest was having trouble with it, I signed them up bef- you know, before the school actually mani- made it mandatory. It was really huh. interesting. I forget what it was called. And he loved it because, cool. yeah, it was learning. Yeah. But it was masked so well as a video game. Wow. You know, the, the gamification of playing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was it was perfect. And I, cool. I totally agree. Um, you know, using play, you know, or maybe singing or something mm-hmm, creative mm-hmm. to 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 yes to subtly push the academic agenda mm-hmm, is perfect mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know uh, I remember the first time he really noticed that this was affecting his 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 grades. He's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute now, I'm getting much better in my spelling test. Is oh. it because of this program? You know, That's so you cool. tricked me. <laughs> you tricked me into learning. You <laughs> tricked me into getting you know better grades. I said, you, "That's right. Carry on. Have fun." Right, so, right, right. Yeah. Awesome. Glad. I'm glad. It's it's obviously working. It will continue to work. So that's all I have for today. All right. Listen, fantastic coffee chat, Bahati. Before we get to today's guest, here's a word from our sponsor. The Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital team has every medical specialty a parent could want, and the expertise every child needs. So when it matters most, trust the experts in pediatrics at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. Welcome back, and thank you again for joining us at Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital's Healthy Parenting Podcast. I'd like to introduce everyone to Jamal. How you doing? Hi, hi. Mr. Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today, no Jamal. We really appreciate you being so here. So we, this episode is um, featuring Jamal because we wanted to do a special episode about cystic fibrosis because Mm -hmm. we wanted to highlight um, just uh, one of our patients who's who's had cystic fibrosis since the time he was a baby yeah so in your own words jamal could you explain what cystic fibrosis is to folks who may not know what it is so essentially cf is basically like um it's a genetic lung disease Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. it's not something it's not anything contagious or Mm -hmm. anything it's through genetics Mm -hmm. um and Majority of the time, it affects the lungs, so it accumulates a lot of mucus, and um, it's really hard for that for people like myself with CF mm-hmm. to get rid of that mucus. So we go through like treatments, through like um, breathing treatments, mm-hmm. nebulizers, uh, vest therapies, things like that. Wow. Um, in some um, cases of CF, like myself, also you can develop um, diabetes. So it's called CFRD. Mm. cystic fibrosis related diabetes mm. and um that's also caused from like the mucus affecting so much mucus affecting the the pancreas oh. so so it doesn't wow. regulate your insulin as well mm-hmm. oh, so okay. they end up becoming um type 1 diabetics or juvenile mm-hmm. diabetes what they called it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that's the diabetes that's incurable essentially. yeah mm. okay okay mm-hmm. when were you first diagnosed with cf um, I was first diagnosed with CF when I was six months. So six months after third birth, mm. I was diagnosed. So this has been something you've been dealing with your entire life. Yeah, it's like kind of like my normal. Like I don't. Really yeah, think so this, yeah, so this is your normal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think anything like bad or anything is kind of like mm-hmm. just my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how long? So you've basically been a patient at Joe DiMaggio since you were a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And now you are 21, 21 22? Yeah, turning 22. Okay. Oh, a couple weeks. That's oh, <laughs> happy early birthday. Happy early birthday. <laughs> it's a very, I wish I could go back to 21. <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm 23, by the way. Yeah, right. 
right. Uh, anyway, um, so what was your experience like um, just throughout your, your childhood and now that you're an adult working with the doctors, the nurses, the child life specialists at Jody? What's, what was that experience like? Uh-huh. Um, so at first it was kind of tough. Like I remember mm-hmm. um, my first time going to Jody, it was really like scary. I was probably like four years old, like where I could remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom at the time, um, w- she was trying to learn to leave me alone because she knew mm-hmm. I would have to get used to it. So I was like four. And I remember crying. And then there was this one nurse. And like, I don't know, I just remember her. And it was really like she comforted me. And mm-hmm. like the doctors would talk to me. And they mm-hmm. like will let me sit out like in the nurse's station with them. Aww. And like, I don't know, we just have conversations. And <laughs> at four? Mm-hmm. At four so years old. Hey, hey, hey. And um, I would say cystic fibrosis is funny. And they would tell me to say it, like, I don't know. I guess I said, like, in a cute way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, it was just, I don't know. They, It's just so, like, I have really good memories of, like, being a part of Jody and, like, mm, them, like helping me get through the whole experience of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that's being the, that's the Jody uh, hospitalized experience. and everything. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. really 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 good how long i mean i i can't imagine like just being at the hospital the most of the time mm-hmm. right i mean i'm assuming it kind of like it affected your entire life like your school life your home life um did you have to like have lessons at this yeah. at the hospital um so actually that was one of the biggest challenges for me as like the school so um yeah, so at CF, I was, like, in the middle of, the like, the school terms. Mm-hmm. I would be, um, I would just get sick. Mm. And I would spend, I would have to leave um, and spend, like, two weeks in the hospital. And so that would kind of interfere with grades mm-hmm. and um, different things, even, like, socializing, my mm-hmm. social with friends. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, I was, like, really uh, embarrassed about that. Mm. So I would come back and be like, yeah, I was just on vacation or something because mm. I was, like... It would happen a lot. Right. Um, so when I got to middle school, um, it became more difficult because then that's when you start developing like relationships, like you're mm-hmm. into girls and everything, yeah. right. and you're, you come aware of your body and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was having a lot of surgeries by then, so I wasn't really comfortable with my body and mm-hmm. things like right. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, I had to, they withdrew me out of school, and I remember taking like uh, homeschool classes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I did that for like a year and a half. And um, I was really depressed because I wasn't getting the uh, social experience yeah, in high school. Yeah, of course. Missing of out course. on all the social events. Yeah. And so I told my mom like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. So she tried to put me back. She did put me back in high school. Mm-hmm. I was in high school, going to high school. Mm-hmm. And after that, um, yeah, I was just trying to like find my way and get, yeah. you know. But it was the same pattern of like going and like um, being, you know, going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I was like kind of embarrassed. Of, I don't know why now, but embarrassed about telling my teachers. Mm-hmm. I, had to mm-hmm. that. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like, no, you have to, you have to, if you want to like help your grades and everything. Mm-hmm. So high school, I mean, school in general, it was like, a big challenge for me just mm-hmm. for me personally mm-hmm. Though, right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well tell me more about that so you you successfully convinced your mother to, to put you back into school mm-hmm. how did that conversation go was she supportive or did you have to like finagle a little um, more yeah my mom was very supportive um she knew that i was the one dealing with it mm-hmm. 
um, like directly. Do, she was dealing with it like in a way also, yeah, but as a I parent was like medically, but directly affected personally, right? Yeah. So she she kind of was very she empathized with me a lot, mm-hmm. and she could understand. So I was like, and she saw that I was like really, I wasn't doing anything except sleeping um, and waking up for school. And I'll be in my room just watching TV. Right. Um, I wasn't going on anything. So she she actually thought it would be a good idea too if I went back into oh, you know good. school with you know amongst like kids and things like that so and of course it was a positive experience like when you got back to school yeah yeah it was really um it was at first it was different but mm-hmm. right growing pains um, and yeah, mm-hmm. stuff it was i think it was a really good idea i'm happy like i was aware at that age to like you know like this is not good for me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. happy i caught that early on and when i went back it was like it was really like really fun did you ever go through a period where you just basically educated yourself on cystic fibrosis because you wanted to learn more and that way you could share kind of <coughs> the knowledge with other people so it kind of shifted how you felt about the condition? Oh yeah, um, at one point um, I got really, I was getting like really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when, as I got older, instead of like, um, like accepting CF, I started mm-hmm. actually becoming more disconnected at one point, I don't mm. know why. Mm. And so I, I started like um, searching these things on Google as I got mm-hmm. older, like um, can um, CF people with CF have children? Because I heard mm. the mucus also affects the reproductive or all, like, mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. So as you get older, you want to like kind of prepare. Sure. So um, I, I did a lot of research and mm-hmm. I found out some things that I didn't know, mm-hmm. um, like some treatments that can be done. Okay. Um, like um, your diet, changing you know your diet and okay. exercise and things like that. Okay. Speaking of treatment, um, you talked about some of the treatments that you've had over the years. Could you talk about that experience? What what kinds of treatments have you uh, gone through? Um, so the the main treatment I've done, what I do on the daily, mm. is uh, my nebulizer. So that mm. the, that's the um, mass or a mist you you inhale the medication. Um, so you have, I take like three or four different medications on mm. it, and I do something called um, CPT. Mm. So it's like um, chest compressions where I use a vest and they just like basically vibrates the mucus off the walls of the lungs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's what you said, vest therapy? Yeah, vest. That's fascinating. Uh-huh. Okay. Is, that, um, is that uncomfortable or? No, nah, actually it's pro- it feels pretty good. <laughs> but, it's like a massage. Yeah, it just shakes. Okay. You know? so but what I also do is they do I do the old, I do it the old fashioned way when I'm in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So what they do is like they just like clap, like they beat you know, beat on my back, the sides, so they're like trying like, to break up the secretions. Like with their hands? Mm-hmm. Like a, manually. Like a, like a, manually, yeah. So it's a rough wow. massage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like and you then, said, it's old school. It's yeah, old that's school. the it's the old fashioned way before <laughs> okay. like the whole vest thing mm-hmm. came into you know they were using their hands, and it's pretty hard, but it doesn't hurt because mm-hmm. they okay. want to get the, you know, secretions mm-hmm. off. Of course. Um, I do I do uh, tune ups in the hospital, so I would go in the hospital every once in a while, for like two weeks or so, depending on how sick or not sick I am, mm-hmm. and um, do some. Um, like IV antibiotics mm-hmm. um, and things like that. So it's kind of like... And you refer to that as a tune-up? Yeah, we, we say <laughs> tune-up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't know why. No, no, no. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah, but you're wearing it's this like, more like a badge of honor it's now. It's like so a like it. make sure you're good and make, like, fix okay. everybody a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
okay. it's funny. <laughs> so you went from old school to new school, um, yeah. essentially over the years. So mm-hmm. you said primarily it's the the vest and the nebulizer. Yeah. That you use on a regular basis. Yeah. And how often, how long do you have to wear the vest? Um, I do the vest for like 30 to 45 minutes. Okay. Um, and it depends if I feel like I'm getting like sick, I'll probably do mm-hmm. it for a, I'll even do it for an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I do that like three or four times a day. Really? That often? Yeah. Okay. But sometimes it's kind of hard, though, to fit that, especially since, like, I'm getting older and I'm, like, more busy now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I do, like, twice or it's not as, yeah, Interesting. so. Fascinating. Okay. So, I mean, we touched on this a little bit, but what is it like living with CF? Now you see, now you're getting older, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're getting your thing on, and now, you know, how, uh, <laughs> how is it, how, how, how difficult is it or, or to fit into your schedule or, or anything like that? Um... There, it's not as complicated as people think. Okay. There are like some challenges, like um, so. Something I realized, like when it came, to, like as I got older, mm-hmm. it's like when you're busy, you you kind of you have to like prioritize. Exactly. But sometimes you just can't. So at, one important thing with CF is the diet. Mm-hmm. It's okay. really important. Okay. For me personally, my diet, my uh, nutritionist wanted me to like intake at least three thousand calories per day. Ooh, that's a lot. That's, of calories. that's a lot. That's a lot. Really? Talk so. about that though. Like, how does diet I- impact um, your condition? How, what's the link between diet and CF? Um, it's it's pretty like direct. So mm. with CF, we burn calories really quick. Really? Um, and actually, just by breathing, you burn a lot more calories a lot faster. So your than, metabolism. Like, the average person. Yeah, it's really quick. Really. Um. Oh. So. Um, what they do is they encourage us to like eat co- almost constantly, really, mm. if you can. So maybe have like um, they've told me like keep peanut butter mm. on me or mm-hmm. little things. But for me, it kind of I got like the double whammy because um, on one hand they're telling me to like eat so much, mm-hmm. but then I'm also diabetic. Right. So, so your I have sugar. To, mm-hmm, I have to watch for the sugar, but they're telling me don't limit yourself. Hmm. So I, it's kind of like a battle That's for me, you know. Sounds and you confusing. work with, the, I know, right? You work with the nutritionist mm-hmm. at Jodi. I was going to yeah. say. Do they have a meal plan for you so that you know what types of foods to eat? So like non, like not like foods that are low in mm-hmm. low in processed sugar versus yeah, yeah, yeah. like fruit and oh, yeah. Um, not nece- not exactly like a meal okay. plan, but they okay. tell me like what things I shouldn't, sh- what I should or sh- you know should not eat. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the things that you can't eat? Can't. Um, they encourage me to stay away from like, like you said, like processed sugars, mm-hmm. like direct sugars, mm-hmm. especially like liquid sugars, like juice sodas. Um, and uh, what else? Candy, obviously, mm-hmm. that's always mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. for everyone. For, no. any, for everyone, <laughs> for everyone. I, I, I love yeah. moderation. I, I love candy. I had a Snickers though. the other day. It's so good. <laughs> Listen, no, I put, anyway. I've, I've, I've bought up all the old, you know, all the jelly beans, and I put them in portion Easter? containers. Yes, and I, <laughs> and I'll eat that. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, answer this for me because I, you know, I'm I'm not as uh, as, as young as I claim. <laughs> now I, I know what the food. Pyramid. Now I'm hearing that's not the pyramid anymore. It's a food plate, yeah. or the food oh, yeah, circle. Like now is that exactly? Yeah. Now is that yeah. true? Is there? Is that like? Is, there, is it a food plate now? Is that? Is that what's going on? Yeah, it kind of is. I think is uh, there's protein. Yes. 
um, a carb mm -hmm. and a vegetable now. Mm -hmm. and Don't they, forget and the fruit. And, they put and the you, fruit. And they put you yeah. on something like that. I and grains and whole grains. They say make sure, but for me, they say try to make sure your plate is uh, made up of mostly protein. Ah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So is protein l linked in some kind of way to um, CF or is it just in general? Just um, you should get more protein yeah, in general. For, yeah, for me it is. So for me, the more protein I eat, not only is that calories, but it helps maintain my blood sugars. Uh, so they say eat a lot of meat, um, a lot of cheese, because mm. cheese doesn't have carbs, mm -hmm, not much mm -hmm. carbs. So a lot of meat and cheese and mm -hmm. things like that. See, that's, that's, that's why my man here is so lean and fit. You know, like, <laughs> you know I got to step my game up after this. So do you prepare your meal? I mean, you're 21 going on 22. Do you cook for yourself? Yeah, I love to cook. You do? Oh, yeah. What's your What's some of your favorite meals? Um... What wait, what is my What'd you have last night? Uh, <laughs> What'd you have last night? <laughs> last night I had chicken breast, mm -hmm. um, rice, and um what is that vegetable? It looks like a zucchini. Is it zucchini? zucchini? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Or squash. Kind yeah, of similar. Yeah, similar. But I go out a lot now though. Oh you do? I don't cook as much as I used to. Okay. Are you uh, in school? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where I school just, do you go to? I go to Miami Dade. Okay. Awesome. I just cool. like finished the semester. Hey. So, Congratulations, how'd yeah, it go? Thank you. Really good. I'm going to take uh, some summer classes. Awesome. So. What's your major? I'm doing film. Hey. Oh, oh, fellow okay. filmmaker. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. um, why film? Why, um, why not? I know, right? That's, that's I, I love, why not? That's I love why movies. Not? I, I'm a film, huge film buff, but why, why film for you? Um, <clears throat> honestly, it's weird because I've always been into film. Mm. In terms um, of like enjoying seeing film, or, uh, or both like both? I, like I was like I always love holding a camera. For okay, some reason. okay. So in Georgia, I had this like camera, and I would tell my cousins, "Let's make a film." Uh huh. I really didn't know what I was doing at the time, <laughs> except press record yeah. and like you know it was really fun. Cool. That's how it starts. So, That's yeah. exactly how it starts. It's true. It's mm -hmm. exactly how it starts. Okay. So when I realized like you can actually get a degree for this. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was like, why not? Mm -hmm. It's just fun. I don't know. Have you enjoyed the program so far? It's really good. I've done a few things. It's really cool. I really? don't know. I really like it. I like falling in love with it more and more. Awesome. Each time. And I met some really crazy good people. <laughs> incredible people. Awesome. So I don't assume that you recommend it. I only ask because I'm planning on transferring from Broward College to Miami-Dade for filmmaking as well. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Small work? Really? Yes, yes, yes. It's really, it's really good school. So it's a bachelor's degree, I assume, right? Mm -hmm. Because they don't offer that in Broward. Mm -hmm. So that's why I was like, you know what? Uh -huh. That's where I've got to go. I've got to legitimize my craft. My man knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's really you know? cool. He could be your mentor. That's what I'm saying. If I can get in real quick, you know, and <laughs> be my studio advisor. Yeah, it's really, it's so cool. It's so cool. Do, you, do you edit? Have yeah, you edit? I edit a little bit. What I program? Uh -huh. What program do you use? Uh, Adobe. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there you go. See, Adobe <laughs> Premiere. That's that's, <laughs> that's 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 the that's the standard now. Mm -hmm. So when um, our um, our one of our co-producers, Gio, he first met you about four or five years ago. Yep. You mm -hmm. were. Yeah, so yeah. we uh, we uh, we, screen, we, screen, we screened your yeah. uh, your yeah. vintage uh, yeah vintage right? <laughs> very vintage. Know, right? uh, yeah, the are you still into guitar playing? Not, not, not really. really. Okay, really? So it was just good. a hobby not at the time. Really. I think so. Okay, okay. I, I just stopped. Uh, you know, 
I mean, yeah, I don't do any work. <laughs> you know, okay. it's, okay. you know it's, it's face. You know, I was I was into the keyboard when yeah. I was when I was uh, you know, younger. So okay. and that that just stopped too. So mm-hmm. well, we all go through phases, mm-hmm. and we're all coming into our own. Yeah, so I still I'm, have it though. Cool. Yeah. And you sung too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you still sing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to be behind the camera. Did you, yeah. Is it because is it because yeah, right. you stopped or or because you know you know the voice box changed you know during that too. During I don't know. I just kind of I don't know why I stopped honestly. You got more into know. film, filmmaking. Yeah, that really became mm-hmm. your See, passion. I feel, I feel a kinship with my man right here because <laughs> yeah. I was in I was in, in choir and then uh, oh. and then I, I you know hit puberty Dr- and I uh, stopped yes. singing. Mm-hmm. I was yes. playing keyboards. Your voice doing changed. That. <laughs> it got deeper. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get a little deeper. Okay. Um, what is it like being sick when you when you when you get to that point? What does what does that feel like? What is that experience? Um. Yeah, that's that's the not so fun part about exactly. it. Exactly. You can like usually it's easy to get like for me it's really it's really easy for me to go into like this really dark place. Mm-hmm. Especially when I'm in the hospital because um we um I'm in the room all the time mm-hmm. and you have so much time to think and then you start um thinking about like the future, mm-hmm. you know, is it is it always going to be this way? Mm-hmm. And realistically, um, you know it is. But um it's just not fun. You start having all these thoughts, mm-hmm. and um, you just want to be alone, kind of mm-hmm. like isolate yourself from the world. I don't know. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I can get really. It gets really bad. Of course. And yeah, and you know, it's it's, it's gotten better though a lot. You know, I kind of reframe uh, my thinking a little bit and try to think about the things that I got out of it, like the really good things, mm-hmm. and. Um, just this is what I got to do to stay healthy and mm-hmm. you know live a life as long as I can. I mean, I mm-hmm. got to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Talk about mm-hmm. how you shifted like your mindset because, like you said, it is it's a very um, it, it's 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 very personal. You know, you, like you said, your mom experienced it, but mm-hmm. you're the one with the condition. Yeah. <clears throat> Talk about how you um, stay hopeful, like in terms of like your future, like. Yes, you have the condition. Yes, you've accepted it, but you're moving on with your life. Like you're going to mm-hmm, school. Mm-hmm. You're passionate about filmmaking. You're gonna be, you know, an amazing film director one day, <laughs> possibly producer. All, all of it. Take me with uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> so talk about, um, like how how you cope and like how you shifted your mindset to like. Mm-hmm. And we all go yeah. through those phases. No, of course. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. We all go through those phases. It's just life. Mm-hmm. It's hard. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, that's part, the whole, like, shifting mm-hmm. your th- your thought process is mm-hmm. not easy either. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I recently took a psychology class about, like, personal effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that really oh. helped me personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they talked about, of like, um, shifting the way you think and things like that. Yes. Um, and being even like being aware of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I do now. So whenever I like feel myself going into that dark place, um, I try to like have this like you like know a, like mind a frame like or huh? You have like a mantra or maybe a model you repeat to yourself? Um, not no not necessarily not not a model. It's more like a um, this is like now. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not like forever. Whatever mm-hmm. we're going through in that moment, right. like this is just right now and then I'll get over it. Oh, this yes. too shall pass. Yes, right. okay. yeah, that. Um, and mm-hmm. I think about all the things I've over 
you know overcame mm-hmm. so far that's right so i just look at it as like that little thing and I, once i get over that like i'm going to the next and mm-hmm. so like a like a speed bump and then mm-hmm. you, just, you carry on the road and you know, yeah maybe mm-hmm. a pothole but you keep going exactly See? i yeah. guess you're you're the definition of, of uh it's not about what you're going through but what you do when you stand up you yes. know and that's 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 yeah that's powerful uh, yeah I and think you're becoming my idol i'm not sure <laughs> one something that i really got out of the class that kind of mm-hmm. helped me do that is like um i think i learned that a lot of time in life it's not like what happens it's how you react that's oh, right exactly oh my gosh exactly. how you cope how mm-hmm. you cope so i yes. try to like um avoid like complaining too much because it doesn't change anything nope it's just how i react to it you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. That, kinda, that helps me a lot good yeah it also it actually makes me think of um we did did we do yes we did of course yes we did <laughs> uh, i know exactly what you're talking about mindful meditation no that's not where my mind was okay <laughs> well it was for me um i would, I would it was a really and it's actually helped me it's helped our co-producer geo mm-hmm. it's helped a lot of people it's called mindful um mindful meditation and it's it's kind of along those same lines where you accept and embrace kind of your thoughts where mm-hmm. you are, um, and you don't try to escape it, but right. you just accept it, and you 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 you're you're in like the moment. Like mm-hmm. you said, just yeah. be present yeah. in the moment, accept what's happening to you, um, but know that there's hope, like there's there's future. Yeah. So um, yeah, it just made me think of that. It's something that may help. It it's, may. it's real, yeah. Mm-hmm. It works. It really works. Mm-hmm. So, what are some words of wisdom you'd like to share with other young people who are going through something similar with CF? Oh, uh, I'm, not really, good. Other... I'm not really good at this. Really. <laughs> oh, you've been doing fine. No, but I don't excellent. know what you're talking about. No, you're um, you've already said some several words of wisdom that I'm um, already quoting you in my mind. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I guess, like, just be, you know, take your time. Don't. Mm-hmm. You know, take your time, don't rush. Um, whatever you're going through just is for a reason. You know, everything, you can learn, you can learn something out of every situation. Um, another thing for me is don't compare your life to anyone else's mm-hmm. or like, mm-hmm. you know. And that goes just, for everybody. Yes. Yeah, yes. you know, yeah. your life is that way for a reason. Um, mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. you never know what other people are going through. So when you know, I really what I used to do is like I wish I didn't have CF. Maybe I would have been this, mm-hmm. and I would have had this and this. But um, since I got more into like filmmaking, I realized if it wasn't for CF, I probably wouldn't want to be a filmmaker. Honestly. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Why um, Why did it encourage you to become a filmmaker? That's interesting. Because I, you know, filmmaking is telling a story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. if I didn't have this, I feel like I will have a story, but it wouldn't be worthy to tell. Or it may, it may have, it mm-hmm. may have, it may would have been worthy to tell, mm-hmm. but maybe I wouldn't have told it through, mm-hmm. you know, film like a camera mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. So I like, mm-hmm. I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think like, you know, I'm thankful to have cystic fibrosis because it like led me to film. And like the people I've met, the things I've learned, wow. and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know? That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. So, so that's how it happens. But right before we started, you mentioned that you were going to be were you gonna um, there's a competition coming up. Yeah. Film competition. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that. Um yeah, so there's a competition I was gonna do with um, a friend, um, and um, the winner they get like twenty five grand mm-hmm. um, to make a film. And we were gonna make a film, um, about you know a short film about cf since it's cystic fibrosis awareness month 
Um, so we're kind of, we're like trying to get into pre-production for that. Okay. Um, and we're just like finding all the crew and the cast and things like that. What's the synopsis? Um, we don't have a synopsis yet. Or the we plot. Don't have a, or the plot. Yeah, we don't have a story yet. <laughs> okay. Um, we were just like brainstorming. Okay. And we we're like, I was like, bro, do you think like I should try to like, like act in it or like star in it? You totally should. Do it. <laughs> like, do, do it. Do it. Do yeah, it. Yeah. No, do it. He was yes. like, it makes sense. Do, do it. a spikely move. You can do direct it. it. You can star in mm -hmm. it. You can produce it. You can write it. Yeah. You can do all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever I, I you know. put your mind you to, it. you can do it. You should yeah, do it. Yeah, I might. I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, for I sure. You're the you're the subject. Mm -hmm. You are the yeah. subject. You're the expert. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It gets it gets easier when you, when you're being in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. But I absolutely recommend it. Uh, I'm all about the whole director that. Uh, shouldn't ask anything of their of their talent that they're not willing to do themselves. Oh yeah, yeah and that's yeah. the that's the mantra. Mm. That was my uh, motto when I first started doing filmmaking, mm -hmm. and which is why the very original project I had, um, I was the lead. Oh really? You know, and it was easier to get others to you know my volunteer cast to yeah. join in because guess what? If I'm doing it, well yeah, they'll do it too. Yeah, so I I recommend it. It's because uh, I, I too I behind the camera. I'd love to be behind the camera, mm -hmm. but yes, I recommend it. Do yeah, it, do it. And I'd like to say here. Uh, officially on the podcast that I would like to volunteer my services <laughs> for post-production. I will help you edit. Yes. Oh, really? Absolutely. He's a video really? editor. Absolutely. He's a video I, will, I sure. will volunteer my services. And I, I would love to help resource. you with post-production, graphics, and, and oh, video editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's because we really need we like we really need an editor. I'm right here. Uh, I'm right here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jamal Mills. Thank you so <laughs> much, you. Jamal. Thank you Best so of luck much. with everything. Thank you so much. Listen, and thank fun. you for tuning in to Healthy Parenting Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and like the Joe DiMaggio Facebook fan page.